my pants. You gonna put that down? Is this recording? Yeah, we're recording right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to pause it or do you want to? Are you just gonna watch that video while we record? That's all I got. Yeah, it's long. Alright. Alright. So. Are we definitely. Are this in it? Yeah. Can we put that? I don't see why not. Well, it's bad lip reading. Yeah, it's only going to be for a little bit. Stop it now. A bad lip reading of The Empire Strikes Back. Alright, so, uh, episode seven, right, I think? Seven? Yeah. It's been it's been a while, again, yeah. like the last yeah. two times ago. Yeah, we're going to be rusty again. <clears throat> um, this is the first time we're doing the new format, so this is fun. Oh. You forget the new format. Yeah, we're like, we, you said last time. Yeah, what we're right. doing, so we're not going to do an opening. This is to be, this, this is, is the podcast. podcast. This is it. Yeah. So, uh, this is it. how's that mint you're eating? An Anders. Andy's. And whatever. It's good. <laughs> so, uh, anything you want to talk about before we, uh, jump into our movies other than your Andy's mint and your Coors Light? <laughs> Cold. It's like the Rockies. <laughs> um, brought to you by Coors Light. How was your Thanksgiving? It was sad. Happened. Yeah, Thanksgiving was mm-hmm. two days ago. Native American genocide. Ow. Uh, I mean, it was as good as it can be. I mean, we've talked about many times how I hate Thanksgiving food. Mm-hmm. Um, am I weird? I feel yes, like things. That's weird. I mean, I feel like I'm not even podcasting right now about that. That's just weird. I feel like. We can reinvent Thanksgiving food. I feel like it's too Thanksgiving shouldn't be generic. It, yeah, but we should do new stuff with the food. Why always turkey? I don't know. It's been tur- they've it's well, had a done the turducken. Yeah, but like get away from fowls. Go Did with you like, see the uh, video of the turkeys eating Thanksgiving food? No, that's un- that's yeah, were, it wasn't turkey. They were eating. It was just like pies and like still no. corn. <laughs> it was really funny and cute. Yeah, until. I mean, that's. I don't think they were. The turkey might taste good once you kill it because it's going to have all the Thanksgiving food in it. It's already made. So, Matt, how about that? How about if we feed turkeys all the Thanksgiving food and then kill them right afterwards? I'd be okay with that. You wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Maybe a turkey that tastes like cranberry sauce would be kind of cool. Yeah. You could just eat turkey and then put cranberry sauce in your mouth. Yeah. So, I guess we should stop talking about the mass genocide of Indian people or Native Americans. Have you seen that pipeline thing? Yeah, that's That's a a bummer. I don't like that. No. Um, Something did funny happen at Thanksgiving. At the pipeline? No. No. (laughs) Thanksgiving. Did you ever play the game Loaded Questions? No. Basically. No. Basically. No. Okay. So, it's a game. Wait. Okay, the, the, you already did your rule of three. It's not funny anymore. I don't have a rule of three. No, that's the comedic rule of three. It's There's like, not, that's not it's, it's just Wait. Thing. No, I haven't. Okay. You done? Yeah. Okay. Wait. <laughs> I hate you so much. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it's a game where <clears throat> you sit around in a group. Wait. And there's a board. I'm just going to keep going. Through. Okay. And you roll a dice and you go to a color and then you read a question that corresponds to that color on a card. Mm-hmm. I wish I didn't do that last week. Right. Okay. What are you going to do? Um, so you read the question. And what are we talking about? There's a game called Loaded Questions. Okay. We're playing it at Thanksgiving. Something funny happened. I don't know if I've played that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what you do is someone reads the question and then everyone writes down an answer to the question. Okay. And then another person reads all the answers. And you have to guess. Who and the person who asked the question has to isn't match. Isn't that a game? Yeah, it's called loaded. Yeah. No, isn't that like Pictionary? Isn't that no. like categories, basically? No, no, because you have to match. Like, so everyone writes down a certain answer. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, so someone wrote, let's say, turkey. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's see who answered. Uh, Chris said turkey to this question. Mm-hmm. And if you're right, you get a point. If you're wrong, then you just go to the next thing you don't get a Is point. Is it almost kind of like Cards Against Humanity? No, it's not at all like Cards Against Humanity. Why? Because you pick – somebody will say something and then you pick – Yeah, but you don't have to guess who said what. In Cards Against Humanity, you just pick 
the best with the one. best one. This is you, you go around the room. You have it. to try to match each answer with each person. Oh, so it's like Cards Against Humanity, but more. Sure. I played. It. I played Cards Against Humanity. So anyway, so the first question of the game that we played. Your email. Yeah, my you email. email. Who is it from? MLB. The it's, it's always them. It was. It's yeah. always them. God damn it! Black Friday emails like crazy. Baseball's um, dumb. Yeah. yeah, for the most part. Not even for the most part. For the most part, it's good. This aspect, fuck it. Just go you back might to say it's for losers. So we're playing the game. First question is, it was actually a multiple choice question. Okay. It said, which of these is most important for a, uh, I guess, a fulfilling life? Okay. And it was like extraordinary wealth. It was, uh, of course. Uh-huh. It was... I- Finger pointed at you. Yeah, because that's what I did right, right. actually. And, yeah. um, meaningful friendship. Me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, a loving relationship. Yeah. Or a um, trusting and wonderful family or something like that. Okay. <laughs> no one wrote the family one. Okay. <laughs> and it was at our family Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so none of us like each other, I guess, apparently. I'm guessing they all picked money. Most of them picked money. I picked money. There was some of the other two, but no one said family. Hmm. Yeah, so that was a long way to Does tell. Does really not a funny like story. each other? I guess not. <laughs> Apparently, like money. Yeah, more. Obviously. Um. All right. So you want to uh, you want to talk about your Thanksgiving? Anything happened at your? We got pies from out east. Vermeer? Oh. No, I don't like that. You mean yeah? I don't like Vermeer okay. pies. But they're premier. More like. Dumb, near. <laughs> right? Nah. No. We're dropping... This is a lot of uh, product placement in this episode. Yeah, right? And these man's loaded questions. Uh, bad lip reading. Bad lip reading. Cores. And milk duds. <laughs> We're rolling in all that money. Yeah. Weird plastic table coverings. <laughs> throw money out. Yeah. Okay, so you had pies. Money. When you... Mm-hmm. Sounds like shotguns. You bought pies. Mm-hmm. So, that's it. Did you buy anything on Black Friday? Nope. You didn't go to the stores? Not a goddamn thing. Did cool. you? No. Anything online? Uh, I bought some, just some little stuff. Nothing crazy. Anything for me? Possibly. You did? Maybe. What is it? I can't tell you. It's a Christmas present. Oh, it's for Christmas. Yeah. Right. No, I didn't buy anything. No, I hate you, right. motherfucking asshole. All right, so you want to go into the movies? Do you want to go into the movies? No, right no, I don't. No, no. <laughs> okay, we'll just sit here yeah. and not. I'll twirl my thumb. Okay. Oh, is it picking that up? No, it's not picking it up at all. It's picking that up. No. I did almost buy a new hockey jersey last night because I'm all Oh, yeah? Because you're all in that now. Yeah. All about that. Yeah. They're expensive, though. Yeah. Better buying a hot toys figure. There's one that's sitting in a <clears throat> shopping cart online right now. Who is it? Derek Stepan. Okay. That's cool. It's 140 Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. But it's still, you know, it's it's money. Yeah. You don't like this one. I don't. Okay, so let's go into the movies. Um, this has been fun. You're first this week. I am first this week. Yep. Um, so we're going to talk about what I watched. Wait, hold on. I need to have one of these delicious, delicious milk fucking guts. milk duds. So we'll talk about my pick, and then we'll take a short break, and you hear a word from our sponsors mm-hmm. this week. Who, Do we know who those sponsors are? Uh, I didn't get the email yet. No? So, okay. No. So I'll, I'll look up when we take a break, and we'll find out who our sponsor is this okay. week. And then we'll come back for your movie. Uh-huh. So actually, I didn't have to watch a movie. I had to watch the first episode of a TV show. Which was basically a movie. It was Yeah, it was about an hour and a half. Um, a crime drama. It's called. Sorry. Let's take a step back. Right. Beep. Let's, let's take a Coors Light step back. <laughs> by Coors Light. I had to watch Twin Peaks, the first the pilot episode. Mm-hmm. And according to Google, it's a crime drama mixed with health, healthy doses of the surreal. This series is about FBI agent Dale Cooper who travels to the small lodging, logging town of Twin Peaks to solve the murder of seemingly innocent high schooler Laura Palmer. <sighs> Almost nothing is as it seems. However, and that show... And the show's sometimes eerie visuals, oddball characters, and wild dream sequences drive the point home. Mm-hmm. See, this was interesting when I read this before, because right. the first episode really didn't have any of the surreal. 
No, no. So I'm like, really. wait, what? Now there's more. <laughs> okay, yeah. There's a little bit at the very end. Refresh my memory. When um, Laura Palmer's mom is like ha- is sleeping. Oh, and, and she sees the guy hiding behind the bed. Not behind the bed. She sees a guy like going into because th- they buried like a necklace or yeah. something, and he some another guy oh, goes to go in and get okay. the necklace. They haven't shown a guy like hiding behind a bed. No frame. spoiler. Spoiler alert. Yeah. That happens. So, I did enjoy the first episode. Okay. But I'm kind of mad now because now I want now I want to watch the rest of them. Right. <laughs> so now I have to watch 29 more episodes. It's not that bad. And then a movie because they made a yeah. movie. And also the first episode of the next season is also like an hour and a half. And then they're going to be airing new episodes. That's why I'm trying to catch up mm-hmm. like on it because I have the um, one episode left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one thing I like doing when I watch movies is finding people that I recognize from other things that I like to watch. Uh-huh. That I like. There's a lot of people. There is a the, lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, the sheriff uh-huh. is one of the stars from Slapshot. So that was fun to oh, see that's him cool. again. Because I don't think he's really in much else. No, like I don't since think so. Twin Peaks, I feel like he's kind of dropped off the... Um, I think he's dead. Yeah. I did think it was funny that... Um, Laura Palmer's mom mm-hmm. and her best friend, um, Laura Palmer's best friend, mm-hmm. played by Lara Finn Boyle, yeah. her dad, are S- Susan Ross's parents from Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's the doctor. Yeah, that's where I knew him from. Right. Okay, he's, that's funny. He's the doctor. And then Laura Palmer's mom is Susan's mother uh-huh. from that's Seinfeld. Right. That's where she's fucking from. I yeah. couldn't, couldn't place her. And then the other two interesting things I noticed is... Well, do you um, know who her... Um, Laura's dad is? That's the doctor that we're just talking about. No, no, no. Uh, maybe not Laura. No, Laura. Like, her actual dad. Oh, Laura Palmer. Yeah, yeah. he's been in a lot of He stuff. was in RoboCop. Okay. But also... Goddamn PhotoBucket. PhotoBucket? What year is I it? I don't know why I'm getting emails from PhotoBucket. Cancel that shit. Okay. Um, the, there's a guy who shows up. He's like um, not a coroner, but he's like a autopsy doctor mm-hmm. that cooper brings in mm-hmm. but he was also in robocop so mm-hmm. in this first season there's two people from robocop which is pretty cool which i appreciate right most yeah i don't want to definitely recognize that guy from a lot of things um but then the other two interesting things i noticed i noticed the names in the credits mm-hmm. first i didn't really see who they were playing right away but um peggy lipton mm-hmm. is it, do you know her character is she the guy, the one with the eye patch? No, she okay. plays the woman oh. who's like in love with the, that yeah. the eye patch's husband, and she works yeah. at the diner. Yep, that is Rashida Jones's mother. Really? Yes. Interesting. Right. Right. And also, you know that weird doctor that you meet, Doctor, I forget his name. Yeah, that's uh, Michael Parks. No, it's not Michael Parks. Yes, it is. It's Wait, which doctor? The doctor with the earplugs in. <laughs> you meet him in the, you, no. You meet no. He doesn't have two okay. glasses. You meet him in the first episode. Um, the, the sheriff and the FBI agent are going down the elevator, and he tries to stop the elevator, but they let the door close. And he's like the psychiatrist that Laura Palmer's been seeing. That's Michael Parks. It's not Michael Parks. Okay, because I've looked this up. Because I know for a fact it's Russ Tamlin. You know what I'm talking about, right? He had the big ear. It might not be the same doctor I'm thinking of. Okay, well, then this doctor... Have you seen Michael Parks yet? No. Okay. Uh, Keep talking or whatever. So that that guy guy. is... Pause it, actually. This is is weighing on my conscience. We'll be right back, dude. Hold on. All right, so we're back. We figured it out. Michael Parks is in Twin Mm -hmm. Peaks, but he's not the character that you thought he was. Correct. So this guy... Dr. Jacoby, who's a really weird, like, psychiatrist. Yeah. Who's being very awkward around. Wears 3D glasses. And he's, that are actual glasses. Yeah. And he's been like, they didn't, her parents didn't know that she was seeing me. Like, he mm-hmm. just seems all types of. Weird. But that's Russ Tamblin. Mm-hmm. Who, his daughter is Amber Tamblin, the actress. You know Amber Tamblin? Nope. She's married to David Cross. Oh, interesting. And she was in Todd Margaret. As, remember, the girl that. He liked, but she didn't like. Oh, it. when she like they went on a date. Yeah, then in season oh, really? three, they're married. In the yeah, like, that's cool. And then that guy ends up playing Todd Margaret's father in 
Todd Margaret, that actor. Oh, yeah. No shit. That is him. Yeah. Huh. So I just thought that was uh, interesting. All right. So I'm uh, going into some things I noticed about the movie itself, or the show, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the story-wise, it's very, it seems very strong so far. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot of aspects to it because it was released, what, in 1990? Mm-hmm. That's very, like, corny, like, 80s yeah, crime procedural. Like, the music is way mm-hmm. out of place. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it fits in a lot no. of the scenes. The, uh, most of the acting is not very good. No, the – have you met – um the fuck's his name? Leonard? What's his Which, name? What is it? What's his deal? Uh – He's the guy with the ponytail? I don't think so. I could have sworn he was in the first episode. Well, he, he's not a good actor. A lot of them aren't good but actors. But the acting, it's not great. Is he is he a cop with a ponytail? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, he's a bad guy. Okay. No, I didn't. I don't think I met him. Like, even the sheriff who was in Slapshot, uh-huh. he's not a very good no. actor. The scene between him and the boyfriend, Laura Palmer's boyfriend, mm-hmm. at the school, yeah. when he's like, you need to... <laughs> it's just... And, like, it got to a point where you I'm... think I killed her? Yeah, and it got to a point where I'm like, I don't know. There's, like, this show seems interesting, but I don't know if I can get past the acting. And There's it. one thing you have to remember mm-hmm. watching this show. Mm-hmm. And something gets weird or silly. No. It's the point. It's David Lynch. Yeah, and I'm guessing... <laughs> and that's, what, like, what one of my complaints have always been about The Walking Dead is it doesn't know what the sh- what its identity is. Uh-huh. And it keeps going back and forth between serious drama and, like, crazy mm-hmm. action. Where this, if that's what they're going to do, at least as they embrace it, that's fine. I'm mm-hmm. okay with it being weird and but bad acting and 90s cheesy. Mm-hmm. But they have to go for... Like, they can't go keep going back and forth. I don't right. know if that makes sense. Well... <clears throat> It does that, it, but it does it. It knows that it's doing okay. that. As long as, like I said, as long as the show is self aware like that, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like I said, the acting. But then, like, I was getting to a point where I'm like, I don't know if I really like this show mm-hmm. that much. But then, once Kyle MacLachlan's character shows awesome. up, he's the best. He's so awesome. That first he scene, loves pie. <laughs> that first scene where he's in the car and he's like dictating he's to the thing, and he's like, I need to find out what these trees are. Maybe I can find some. <laughs> To tell me what these trees are. And I need to find a hotel that's clean and cheap. That's right. I said a good cheap hotel that's also clean. I can get a good rate and it's clean. <laughs> and if you're ever up here, I stopped at this place. It had one of the best cherry pies uh-huh. I've ever had. I don't know. He was just a very He's interesting character. He's the best character. part of the show. Um, I like the chemistry between him and the sheriff. I think they're good together so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like almost like a fun like buddy cop yeah. aspect to the show. Um. I do enjoy the weird, dark humor that's in the show. Yeah. Like, one of my favorite characters is the, um, like, I guess she's like the secretary at the, the yeah, sheriff's she department. Yeah, she's like she's a... She's a dispatcher or... She, but she's been in shit, right? Probably. Like, she looks really familiar. Yeah. But the, the first part when she's trying to tell which phone she's gonna... Yeah, she's just over-explaining. Yeah, she's like... It's, it's on the desk. It's the phone where we move the new vase right next <laughs> to you. you know, the brown one, not the black phone. <laughs> I noticed about the show that... Certain people are quirky mm-hmm. and weird. Others can like aren't at all, and it feels like certain actors. It feels like the people in the show were uh-huh. filming different shows. That's interesting. Now, do you think? I think they do it on purpose. Okay, so you think he's? Do you think like all the weird music choices is on? I think purpose, it's, or that's just run of the mill TV at the time. Purpose, but I do. It's kind of half and half. Mm-hmm. Because this must have been like kind of a weird shock when it first aired in 1990 yeah. on ABC. Was it ABC? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what I looked okay. up before. I feel like this show could. I know it's coming back, mm-hmm. but it could be on now. Yeah, and like it's almost exactly because yeah, it, it seems is. so different than from anything. Yeah, that from was, anything at that time. Like I said, there were aspects like that reminded me of it, but mm-hmm. like, uh, like the weird supernatural really wasn't. I don't think a thing on TV then. No, and. I don't know. And, like, I mean, they back, had Kolchak, like, yeah, in, like, what was that? Yeah, like, and also back then, too, like, they didn't really do a lot of serialized dramas where everything no. was really just a one-and-done episode mm-hmm. where it was just the formulaic um, procedural shows. Mm-hmm. So that must have been interesting to see that come on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think. Uh, so yeah, the weird humor, like the one sheriff who cries. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> tell her I didn't cry. <laughs> 
that was really funny. Um, I think there was something else. Also, too, that one waitress who's like kind of dating Laura Palmer's boyfriend. Yeah. Didn't she say my father was not home, or that they were kidding? Because I think it turned out to be her husband or boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. They, I noticed that too. Did they fuck up? In the I story? don't know. Or about was he that. being? Or was he just like, oh, is your father at home? I think it was that okay. because he's. I don't have you met him yet. Yeah, you have one. That's scene. the guy with the ponytail. Oh, he's okay. a real shitty actor. Oh yeah. Okay. He. Which cigarettes are yours? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't yeah. good. It's like you don't smoke these. Yeah. Like because really I, f- I figured that was going to be her father, but no, no he's they're, just they're, a very overprotecting, not even protecting, just like an abusive boyfriend. There's a lot of just shitty boyfriend, like every Lara Flynn you, Boyle's you'll boyfriend. You'll notice an when you watch this uh-huh. if you do. Can, I'm going. Everybody's to. cheating on everybody. <laughs> So it's almost like a weird, surreal soap opera. A weird soap opera fuck fest without the fuck. Right, because it's mostly fest. Yeah. Um, I did like the part where they go into the bank to look at the safe deposit box, and there's just a moose head on the table for no yeah. reason. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I like, like they bring it up. Though. Yeah, they're like, "What's the like?" Oh, it fell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, and then the scene where. Uh, they go into the police station and all the donuts are laid out. <laughs> yeah, stacked on top of yeah. each other. Um, but yeah, I'm really interested to see who. Obviously, I think there's something going on with um, the James. Was James the motorcycle the biker kid? guy? Yeah, yeah, I think he had something more to do with it. Uh-huh. Um, he, I don't like him very much. Like no. everything you, I mean, if we could only have video with podcasting. Uh-huh. But his face, he's always just like this. He's <laughs> <laughs> just this down, upward, like, head yeah. down, looking up, mouth open. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely think I'm going to continue to watch it because I'm interested to see where they go mm-hmm. with this. Um, you know, it, it gets more um, – it's still quirky and weird, mm-hmm. but it, it is a little bit more structured. Okay. And you never saw The Killing, right, on AMC? No. I don't. <laughs> No, is it like a bad version of this? No, the first season was great mm-hmm. of the killing. The acting, the storytelling was fantastic. Mm-hmm. That was on AN, uh, AMC. AMC, and it was very similar. Where in the first episode you see a girl that was murdered, and it's mm-hmm. similar. It's small. I think it's set in Seattle, so it's okay. the Pacific Northwest. But they they don't tell you who did it. Oh, really? After like a very long first season, like I think the original plan was to tell who did it at the end of the season, uh-huh. but they punted it to a second season and you don't find out until the end of the very second season. Huh? Yeah. But like, I understand like I might not, we might not find out who did this murder uh-huh. to the end of the show, which is fine. Cause I feel like there's going to be other aspects, mm-hmm. but this was just a straightforward like murder mystery. Mm-hmm. And it was all wrapped. It was all written to wrap up at the end of one season. Uh-huh. But I felt like, they changed their We're mind towards to the two. end. Yeah, and then they punted it. And then something weird happened at the end of season uh-huh. one. And then the killer you find out in season two was just – it wasn't like – I felt like you could have – very anticlimactic. Yeah, they could have fit that story into one season. Uh-huh. And because this, this the whole second season, a lot of it was pointless. Mm-hmm. The third season was decent when it came back because it was a whole new case. Okay. And that story was interesting. Um, I know there's a fourth season on Netflix that I never watched. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing that. Yeah, that. that was one of those shows that's such a good promise. Uh-huh. The first like season. Low Winter Sun. No, not even. Because <laughs> that didn't even have a good episode. <laughs> kind of like what The Night Of was, where I thought the first episode was going uh-huh. to these crazy places. Like, it almost felt like it was going to be similar to what I feel like Twin Peaks is going to be. Uh-huh. Like a whole was surreal, um, weird shit going on. Uh-huh. But then it just switched over into a straightforward like crime drama. Uh-huh. It was a really weird abrupt switch that took place from one episode to another. Yeah. Um, Something with Twin Peaks, be prepared to meet a lot of people. Yeah, okay. Because I did feel like there was like, it took me a while to get the names down. Every five minutes there's like a new character. And all the girls looked very similar. Yeah. Um, I could have Cheryl Fenn, I think uh, her name is. Yeah. And Lara from Boyle. Sometimes they just look like the same yeah, person. She's the one who's like living at the hotel. Yeah. Has like the mentally challenged brother or yeah. something like that. There's yeah. a <laughs> there's a funny scene <laughs> later in the, in the show. With uh, him. Oh, that's a, I did like the scene 
the whole stuff going on with like the the Norwegian investors. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And like she tells him, "Oh, my best friend was murdered." Yeah, <laughs> and, and then they, they leave. leave, and then you hear the concierge: "The Norwegians are leaving." Uh-huh. The Norwegians. It was like the British are coming, uh-huh. but in reverse. Yeah, and I like. I mean, it was kind of sad, but the scene early on when they're giving a presentation, mm-hmm. and that guy's like, "Make it snappy." To like his, the, oh the yeah, his call. then he finds out that his daughter gets killed. Yeah, but and he, he comes out. He's like, "What's taking you so yeah. long?" Like, my daughter's dead. My daughter's dead. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's like, oh. and I did find it a little weird that the sheriff went to the father at a business meeting first before going to the girl's house where the mother would be. Yeah, I mean. With the, they always just concern more about telling the father first than the mother. Well, men are better. I mean, yeah. I mean and, I, and I thought when, it's the nineties, you know, because when they're informed of it, he's on the phone with her, mm-hmm. and I yeah. thought he was just gonna hang up. <laughs> but instead, at least he just dropped the phone. Yeah, yeah. And that made more sense. But I, it's like, hold on. <laughs> and she already knew. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just I don't know. A lot of the acting was. Yeah. It's so but so, I, but I feel but like I think, some of it's intentional. Yeah, and I think also I feel like the strength of the story that's being told is mm-hmm. going to carry it. Yeah, it's going to carry the bad acting and kind of get you past it. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Colin Clapton makes the show. Though. Yeah, he his character. he's the best part of the show. And I don't know. Don't tell me if you know this uh-huh. yet, but I'm starting to think. I don't know. I don't. I hope it doesn't turn out this way. Okay, but like if he's not really an FBI agent. That would be cool. That I'm not gonna say. <laughs> like if he's just some crazy guy who shows up <laughs> talking. Like the thing goes, it does, there's no tape there's in no the tape, tape recorder. There. He's just he's just there's insane. no person. Like if he even turns out, out to place. be the murderer, uh huh, that'd be cool. I don't know if that's. Does that happen? I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that would be interesting. It'll be fun if I go watch it all and then come back and listen to this point. Uh huh. <laughs> like. Knew the whole time. And if it does happen that way, I want to really know I didn't look it up. Okay. <laughs> Which is funny because if I'm completely wrong, it's going to be like, I didn't even look this up. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> like so right. Tool. I was completely yeah. wrong. But I feel like that might be interesting if they, they go into a route. But I don't know if I want to be able to predict the show because I think right. like with David Lynch, you don't want to really be. It's not possible to predict. Exactly. Or is it? No, I also looked it up too. The guy who finds the body, mm-hmm. he played. I guess he was in a racer head. He was a racer head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, he like works in the hotel. He, no, he doesn't work. He works in the steel mill, right? Yeah, or he yeah. owns the steel mill. It's his sister. I yeah. honestly, I have fucking trouble. Yeah, even so, now understanding. Yeah, that people. was a little confusing. So basically, what happens is not his sister. That guy's a wife. They're mm-hmm. married. Yeah, um, her brother. Mm-hmm. Owned the steel mill. It was her okay. family yeah. owned the steel mill, and then he then married this Asian, the woman Asian woman. Is buying it, or well, they? She owns it now because they were married. With him. Mm-hmm. And then he died, right? And so now, and she left her everything, so mm-hmm. she now owns the steel mill. Yeah, and they're fighting, and now because she's, I guess, dating the the sheriff. Yeah, how does she have a relation to the guy from Racerhead? That would be – that's, I guess, his uh, brother-in-law. Okay. Because she was married to his wife's brother. Oh, okay. So that's his a, wife is the woman that works there. Yeah, she's the one that's managing the steel And that's her sister-in-law. Right. And then gotcha, the gotcha. steel mill was in her family. Yeah. It's her still brother, like – I'm yeah. glad you watched it recently because I watched it maybe mm-hmm. – I watched the first episode like months and months ago. Yeah. But I recently watched maybe like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And I guess she's trying to – I guess take back the steel mill from her. Yeah. Because I guess she sees her with um, Sheriff Ned Braden. I'm uh-huh. call him that that's his name in Slapshot. Yeah, you can go with that. And um, so she calls the guy who's partners with um, Laura Palmer's father, the one mm-hmm. who's trying to get the deal with the Norwegians. Yeah. And I guess he's interested in buying the land. Yeah. So I guess they're going to work together to go behind her back to steal the... Mm-hmm. So it seems like... Yeah, almost a, right. A soap opera is almost a good way to put it. It is. Because there's a lot of conniving, there's a lot of it, sleeping with other people. Later episodes, there's um, I think it's called An Invitation to Love. Uh-huh. There's a soap opera that they watch in okay. the show <laughs> that's very super overdramatic. Uh-huh. And it's... That's what makes me think uh-huh. the show isn't super serious about okay. certain things. Right. Because they know how overdramatic mm. shows can get. 
Alright, so yeah, I'm very interested to go forth and watch more of this show. I uh-huh. just I still still never finish Luke Cage. Oh no. I'm like I watched the first seven. Uh-huh. So I still gonna watch the rest of that. I never finished the last season of Orphan Black. I have like three okay. episodes. That was ended in May. All right. And I haven't watched the last three episodes. See, your problem is you watch too much television. It, probably. And now I don't feel like watching it. Mm-hmm. And now I have to watch it. Twin Peaks. Well, and all, all of it. it. Right. Because now I have to, you know, I want to finish those shows. I guess I can wait till they start to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too much good TV. Mm. And there's so little How's time. Walking Dead doing? You still watching it? <laughs> yeah, I actually, I didn't watch less Sundays no. <laughs> yet. It's oh god, it's they really got to get away from the fact that they can only tell one story an episode. Oh, they keep they're doing. Yeah. I know there was the Daryl one. There's been a Daryl one. There was a Carol one. Oh, seriously. There was one with just the Rick, the Rick, Rick and the Governor, not the fucking Governor. What's his name? Negan. Negan where like that was kind of a cool episode because ne- the guy playing Negan's doing a very good job at Is it. And um. That's the last one I saw where he comes – first time he comes to Alexandria to take all the stuff that he wants. Yeah. But it was a whole episode of like him being like, you know, I get to take whatever I want and you need to remind yourself <laughs> not to do anything devious right now. Uh-huh. It was just 40 minutes of that over oh, and really? over again in different, in different you places. You can't do what you want yeah. to do. He's like, now, Rick, do I need to remind you what <laughs> I did with my bat? And it's just – <laughs> There's a prospector right behind like, them. Yeah, and like a lot of this stuff, I mean, it was good. Char- there was some good characterization with him knowing that he has all this power yeah. over these people. But like, I felt like they could have spread this out. They could have done all these storylines that they've in done. One in, not in one episode, but in four. I guess I've only seen the four episodes. Uh-huh. But they could have done parts in each of the four uh-huh. and gotten at the same point, And it would have been a more easy-to-watch show. Uh-huh. Than just watching Carol for forty five minutes, than Daryl for forty five. Yeah, because it just keeps hitting you on the head with the same. Po- like, there's not enough points to make. Mm-hmm. Where if you spread that out four episodes, you might mm-hmm. forget, so you might need a reminder. Mm-hmm. But like the Daryl episode is just forty minutes of them like trying to torture Daryl and break Daryl. Uh-huh. And it just seemed very repetitive in each episode, and it wouldn't feel that way if they had ten minutes here, ten minutes next week, ten minutes uh-huh. the week after. And it would almost feel like they're the show's going places. Where now it just feels it's, like they're, they're spinning their wheels, standing still. Yeah, because all the storyline that you first heard in episode one has uh-huh. gone nowhere, and it's now episode it's, four. Yeah, it feels like I haven't seen any of the episodes. Mm-hmm. I've seen clips of the first episode, right? But it feels like they're somewhere right now, mm-hmm. and Negan wants stuff, basically. Okay, <laughs> and that was like the one stretch. Remember, I, te- I remember. I don't know if you remember last year when I texted you. I'm like, is Walking Dead good now? Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there was a point in last season where, like, the plot was it was, going it was doing things. things. Felt like things were advancing. Uh-huh. And things seemed to make sense. Yeah. And now it just feels like we're just constantly spinning our wheels uh-huh. and being in the same place and yeah, not going. I anywhere. think that's kind of due to the comic because there are certain issues of the comic where nothing really happens. But you could do yeah. that with a comic. Yeah, but also. You, there's so many issues behind. They can skip a lot of that stuff. Yeah, and, and move, I think they're doing forward. that because I think they're bringing the whispers in. Mm-hmm. And it like it doesn't help, like because I never read the comics. When uh-huh. you told me that the stuff at the farm was maybe an issue or two. Yeah, it wasn't very. Long. And they it did wasn't a, whole a whole season. season. Yeah. So it doesn't help where you take a part that's very little in the comics uh-huh. and make it so long in the TV show. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. There's many problems with. Yeah. I feel like there's too many people. Involved, because in actually, making the show, yeah, because I feel like it has to go through the higher ups at AMC. Yeah, it needs to go through like the writers, then like Gimbal, then it has to go through the AMC like creators. Because like I know we've talked about it before, but like Breaking Bad and Man Man were both on AMC because they weren't put out by AMC. Yeah, they were only released by AMC. Yeah. They weren't produced. They were produced by Sony, mm-hmm. and Sony was a lot more hands off and like let yeah. the creators do what they have to right. do. And a I was telling somebody, I think it was Ness, mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she's seen any of the shows, but she's fed up with Walking Dead, too, and we haven't watched it. Yeah. But I was telling her, these shows, like, she knows how amazing or how popular Breaking Bad yeah. is and that been. And, like, it's because they, mm-hmm. AMC didn't really do anything with those. Right. They just, they just played them out. it. And then also, too, is, like, Walking Dead makes all this money. Yeah. But none of it goes back to the show. No, none of it does. 
Well, some, well, some though, but a lot of it goes to creating all the other shows. AMC yeah, that no sucks. Nothing goes back to Walking Dead. Yeah. So it's Hell on Wheels was on for six seasons because yeah. of Walking Dead. Halt and Catch Fire, I hear, is pretty good. I don't know what the fuck that is. That's the 80s hacker show. Going. Uh, turn. I enjoyed turn. Turn was interesting. I didn't watch it, but it, it um, sounded. I wasn't mad that it was on TV. Right. All right. So now that we had our Walking Dead rant, right after end of our Twin Peaks segment, um, we'll take a little bit of a break. Hear from our sponsors and sponsor. Spot. Yeah, just one. Yeah. Even though we had Coors Light and Milk Duds before, and those are not the. Sponsors. Those are not. They are helping out this mm-hmm. podcast and then we'll, by filling me up. <laughs> Come back and talk about Jackie Brown. Yep. And then talk about what movies we'll be doing next time. Yep. Here on the show. Yep. Bye. This episode is brought to you by... We're really going to do this Naughty one? Cults. So yeah, I mean... I don't know if I really like this as a as an ad, but... Uh, Why not? We got paid, so... Why don't you do this one? I don't, I don't feel like You don't want to do it? it? No, you could, could well, do it. I found this great thing. Uh, and know, I'm s- I'm selling it to the audience as and Ken, as well as you. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I joined a cult. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like what they're doing. Right. It's not that much blood drinking. Uh-huh. It's not human blood. It's fish blood. Okay, what's it called? It. I'm in a cult called uh, the Naughty Cult. Uh huh. Um. Basically, we're on a boat. Right. Nautical. Okay. I get yeah. That. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. We're a little risque, though. Naughty. As most cults are. Yeah. yeah uh, as most cults are. Right. Um, it's basically just a lot of banging on a boat. <laughs> right. But we arrange pentagrams with fish. Okay. It's hot. No? I mean, it doesn't seem to be my thing, but hey, we got our check and... You I don't got- want it. No, I mean we got paid, so we got to do the ad. I feel I I well, one thing I'm professional, and if I get paid, I do the job. Okay, but I don't know it's not my thing. You seem to like it. I'm very much enjoying it. The Fishmaster, mm-hmm. my Lord and Savior. What's yeah? Okay, he Fishmaster. Yeah. Okay. Uh, God. Right. God. Uh, we don't pray to a cross because that's bullshit. Right. We pray to the fish guy that sings the Jeremiah song. Oh, <laughs> yeah? Yeah. He's Billy? our, he's big our mouth, symbol. Big Mouth Bass Billy? Yes. Holy Big Mouth Bass Billy. Sorry. Yeah. Get it right or you're going to be drinking your beer. All right. So I guess if you want to join Nautical, please join. We need as many fish slash uh, followers slash uh, servants, uh-huh. slaves, if right. you will. Okay. Who's interrupting my sermon? We believe blue. Oh, well, we bleed fish here. Right. I will not have another interruption. If you do not join Naughty Cults Uh, right now, you're going to die. I feel like you really want to get... We have sex with each other and fish. We drink the fish blood. Powell fish! I'm a little starting to think that Ah! you're so gang-ho on this. Join it. Because it's probably... I need to get out. (laughs) Oh, is it... I don't... No. Oh, so you need a replacement. I need fit. No. Oh, so you need. Do I have to bring, talk about it on the side? No. Join it. Join Fucking it. join it. And then you can get out if you. I don't know. It's really, I don't know. Is it okay? So we'll get back. Help. So please, I guess, please join naughty cults. Naughty cults. Um, is that a fisherman? I think a fisherman just walked into your house. Uh, I didn't hear him. Um, All right, so oh. oh, God. So Chris might be in trouble. But uh, join Nauticults today. Oh, no. Mr. Fish. Oh, God. Oh, what have I done? All right, so we're back after those wonderful words from our sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, really interested to see who that's going to be. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they haven't told us yet. No. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll hear later. it after it adds, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it airs. One yeah. <laughs> idiot. Dumb fucking asshole. Right. So Chris had to watch um, Jackie Brown. I this did. W- this week. Um, and according to Google, when flight attendant Jackie Brown is busted smuggling money for arms dealer boss Ordell Robbie. And drugs. Yeah. I don't think she had drugs. Coke. She just had 
Yeah, I think that was her own. No, that was uh, Melanie's. Oh, okay. But she had some cocaine. Ordell Robbie, Agent Ray Nicolette, and Detective Mark Dargis want her help to bring down Robbie. Facing jail time for her silence or death for her cooperation, Brown decides instead to double-cross both parties and make off with the smuggled money. Meanwhile, she enlists the help of bondsman Max Cherry, Robert Foster, a man who loves her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start off with Max Cherry, my favorite character in the movie. Mm-hmm. He was awesome. Yeah, I do love Max Cherry. Uh, yeah, he was He was awesome. I, I The movie could have used more... Um, I think his name was Winston? Okay. Debo, I think his name was in Friday. Okay, yeah. The, Debo? Um, I don't remember. Yeah, that uh, Max Cherry's, like, assistant. Yeah, okay. I like him. could have used more of him. Tiny I, Liston? Yeah, I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what you did a long time. You should have done a long time ago. <laughs> um, it's my job. Yeah. No, you know what I was quoting, right? No. You dead, and uh, uh, that's from Dark Knight. Oh. Uh, yeah. You don't remember that scene, do you? Oh, on the boat? On the boat. Yep, I do remember that. When, um... I was recently on a boat. Have I told you that? No. It, it was pretty good. No. Okay. Wait. I just kind of. You know, I'll we'll look at that later. All right. Um. I think it might be the ad, but we'll we'll, we'll do that later. I didn't hear a beep or anything. I I put it on silent. Oh, good. Okay. Um, ninety percent of this movie is walking. <laughs> okay. Have you did you have have you noticed that? No. Is, is it's Lord of the Ringsy. <laughs> A little bit. It's the camera either in front of or a profile shot of Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the opening scene is a lot of... I fast-forwarded that. Okay, yeah, it's her walking through the it's airport. It's her walking through a whole fucking airport. Yeah, the music is the good en- Yeah, the music was cool. I really like Motown. This uh-huh. was more funk. Yeah. But I'm a big Motown big fan. fan I don't know if you know. I never listened to the Delphonics. I was more of a fan of the Supremes and uh-huh. the Temptations. Okay. I do like good Temptations, so. I'm... Oh, the Temptations... <laughs> Um, there, there's not, I, I like the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I actually, we were talking to somebody, uh, Ken, <laughs> that <laughs> name keeps coming up, um, about how this wasn't written by Tarantino. No, well, I, it was, it, it was written for the screen by Tarantino. Oh, okay. So he adapted it from. Yeah. Which is basically. A normal Tarantino movie. <laughs> yeah, well, whether think, he says he adapted it from yeah, the screen or not. Well, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, people say he stole it. Yeah, but I think Pulp Fiction was well, yeah his own creation. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like Inglor. Well, Inglorious Bastards is based off of a movie. Okay. Yeah, it's a remake of. Inglourious yeah, but I don't. Bastards. But, but I don't think that's the plot. Of the I don't know if it's Bastards. the plot now. But um, it the the. Um, Editing was really well done in this. I thought that was probably one of the highlights of the movie, right. is the way it was edited, and how it was shot. Because uh-huh. it was obviously in the 90s, especially right. when we were in the mall. Uh-huh. It just made me think of Smith Haven Mall. Yeah. And the food court in particular. Yeah, it, they did really capture the 90s yeah. feel on that Mainly because it was in the 90s. Right. But yeah, that did help. It felt like the movie was from the 70s. I think that was yeah. the, well, the that, use of the soundtrack. Yeah, and that's also what they were going for, because it's like a take on all those black exploitation movies yeah. from the 70s mm-hmm. which Pam Greer was yeah. in a lot of mm-hmm. I think she was one she was in one called was it Foxy Brown or yeah I believe so yeah um I don't have a lot to say about it because it's kind of like a movie you can't really talk about mm-hmm. unless you're talking about the plot okay I mean you can go or some things with the plot I'll talk about actors and stuff but uh, I really like Robert De Niro mm-hmm. in it um, cause he was his acting was really weird. I couldn't tell what his deal was for a little bit. I thought he was a cop yeah. for a while. No, I think he's just kind of stupid. He is. Yeah, and I, did, I thought he was just like a, a cop trying to play like a criminal, but he was doing mm. a really bad job of it. Gotcha. But he was just a dumb criminal. criminal. And uh, Bridget Fonda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a part where she's she's well. I should probably talk about Samuel Jackson because uh-huh. he's kind of the. Uh-huh. Him and Jackie Brown are kind of the stars Might be of the movie. one of my favorite Samuel Jackson characters. Really? Yeah. Um, he was creepy looking when he undid his uh, ponytail. Yeah. That he looked like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> he does kind of <laughs> yeah. look like that. It yeah. was real fucked up. Like when he's like walking through this dark house mm-hmm. in the woods or whatever, yeah. and he's got this long fucking 
hair stringy. I'm like, ooh, I didn't like that. I just feel like in this, well, other than Shaft, he has a lot of quotes. Like a lot yeah, of he also quotes. says repugnant shit. Yeah, like one of my favorite, I think, I forget, I don't remember the exact quote, but it's uh-huh. at the very beginning. He's like, when you have to kill every last motherfucker <laughs> in the room. Yeah, when they're watching the, the guns. The guns, yeah. I think that was Demi Moore, actually, too. Was it? Well, that's what uh, Bridget Fonda says, uh-huh. but I, when I'm watching, I'm like, that, that looks familiar. And it's, I don't know if you thought this, but to me, it almost felt like he wrote Rob De Niro and Bridget Fonda's characters for um, Harvey Keitel and Uma Thurman, who he normally uses. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. And I feel like, I wonder if they wanted to go with more star power with Rob De Niro. Like, I felt yeah. like Rob De Niro, who was great in the movie. Yeah. But I felt like that was such a Harvey Keitel-like character. It was, and she was definitely an Uma Thurman type character. Yeah, which I almost sometimes confuse them for, because I'm just so uh-huh. used to seeing... Harvey Keitel and Quentin Tarantino yeah. movies. I'm like, oh, that's it. Wait, no, it's actually yeah. Robinson Hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, I guess it went back on. Uh, yeah, what did you do? Uh, I guess it turned. You're getting on. a lot of emails today. It's busy day. Is it? No. No. Um, is this the first movie where Samuel Jackson wears a cabbie hat? I don't know. It's because I don't think I've ever seen him wear it before this. But that's all he wears now? The Kangol? Kangol hat? That's the brand. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just call it a cabbie hat. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I thought, like, I mean, I don't know if that hair was real. I'm pretty sure it was fake. Yeah, I think it's fake. But there's parts where he's wearing it, and I'm like, well, I mean, I could just cover mm-hmm. the ponytail with my hand. And... Right. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Well, be a little professional here. I apologize. You like getting paid for ads, but not shutting off emails. Well, I don't know why. It's being a real dickhead. Okay, I'm going to take you on a boat one day. <laughs> I don't want to go on your boat. Uh, all right, whatever. Um, I like Michael Keaton a lot. He plays uh-huh. a cop in it. The part where it's towards the end of the movie where he's kind of... It's at the end of the investigation, kind mm-hmm. of, and he's talking to Pam Greer. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, acting all weird in the, uh, in the what is it, the interrogation room. Yeah. He's like got his hands on the wall and he's kind of had his head against the wall and then he jumps on the chair and he's <laughs> <laughs> just being kind of weird, uh, uh-huh. Michael Keaton self. Um, the when Robert De Niro shoots Bridget Fonda, that's one of my I was so happy. She was so fucking annoying. I really it, like the way they do that whole scene where you can when they keep going back and forth with time. I, yeah, I like that a from lot. Perspectives that was my favorite end. part yeah. of the movie actually. Yeah, because it was just. Cool seeing like, mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder how they shot that. If they actually had two cameras, or if they just reshot scenes. Yeah, I don't know. But that that was cool to see. But yeah. when um, Max Cherry looks at Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. first time they show that it's from Robert De Niro's perspective. Yeah, it looked like Max Cherry was in on it or yeah. something. Well, I think that's the thing because Robert De Niro's stupid. Yeah, because when he meets with Samuel L. Jackson later, and, mm-hmm. like he didn't even think like, oh, you know who I saw there? Yeah, yeah. Who? He's like. Max Cherry, and then he goes, <laughs> Max Cherry. <sighs> yeah, um, it looked like Max Cherry was in on it or something. But uh-huh. that was just Robert De Niro. Well, I mean, they also they sh- the way they shot it, it looks mm-hmm. like he's in on it. But Max yeah. Cherry was just like working with Pam Greer. Well, he was in on it. Well, he he didn't know. Did they? No, he didn't. Robert De Niro didn't know Max Cherry was in on it. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought yeah. you. Oh, I'm, I thought you were saying that. He, um, you didn't think uh, what's his Pam Max Cherry was in on it. No, no, no. He was definitely in yeah, on yeah. it. Okay, but no, it looked like saying. Robert De Niro knew that he was. Yeah, in when Max Cherry did yeah. that little. Because I think thing. he just he just recognized him. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. But it. Yeah, he didn't. Re- he didn't think it was weird that he was there. Right. He was like, oh, I just thought he was just shopping with his wife uh-huh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> and like you didn't think those guys would say something like those are like, more crooked than the. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> And when he shoots Robert De Niro, which I knew happened, because mm-hmm. saw it in like a YouTube video yeah. or something, it was sad. <laughs> it seems to be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to you? Yeah, that was great. Uh, it was the sex scene between Robert De Niro and Bridget Fonda was kind of weird. Yeah. Because she was just weird in yeah, general. But yeah. when they're looking at the pictures and they're going back and forth about Japan, she's like, uh-huh. want to fuck? Robert De Niro's like, yeah. And then, like, even Samuel Jackson doesn't care because just another one of yeah. his girls. He's like, yeah, yeah. fine, whatever. Fuck He's her. like, Do you feel you bad, though. She's not good at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just likes fucking. Yeah. Yeah, she was always getting high. Yeah, yeah, throughout the whole movie. And I felt like the bombs kept getting bigger. Uh-huh. Or the bulls, rather. Uh-huh. I know my weed talk. 
very up to And then that weird woman that there's that one scene where it was like the older woman, one of Samuel Jackson. Yeah, and they're dancing. And she's like giving him a lap dance. Yeah, yeah. It was she was singing the Supremes. Yeah. And that's when um Samuel Jackson pulls up and it's like, come on outside, I'm in an Oldsmobile. Yeah. And he shows him dead Chris Tucker. Yeah, I wish there was more Chris yeah, Tucker. Yeah, I like Beaumont Chris Tucker. In it, yeah. Um the, but that scene was great though. The way they did that. Oh, where he drives and then he yeah. pulls around. Yeah, I thought that was really yeah. cool. Especially how they didn't really change the camera or anything. Yeah. It was just still in the shot. Yeah, and then he neat. shoots him from very far away. No, he shoots him. No, no, no. I like the camera is very far away. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot, actually. That was yeah. pretty cool. But this is probably like one of the better Tarantino movies. Really? I feel, yeah. I mean, I do enjoy it. Like like I said, it's probably probably still behind Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. It, I would put it at number three, actually. Because I actually, I don't know, I might put Inglorious Bastards a little bit in front of it. I don't love Inglorious Bastards. Because. Mm-hmm. It's weird for me to – anytime I see things with Nazis or World War II, mm-hmm. I know what happened. Right. So when you completely take me out of that, it's kind of like, all right. I mean, I'm glad Hitler was shot. Right. Yeah. You, but you want more of like a historical accuracy a little bit. when they go to historical – Yeah. Theory. I mean, when I was watching that, I didn't know that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like I thought they would play to some part of history. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily need something based within history. Uh-huh. I think it just kind of it. I wasn't expecting it uh-huh. when watching Glorious Bastards. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, Jackie Brown's good. Um, so much walking. A lot of walking. Yeah, I never really realized that before, but I guess you're right. The opening is like five to six minutes of her walking <laughs> and then running <laughs> to get to her like terminal. It's funny. This is a bit off topic. But um, reminded me when you talk about the opening. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had like a moment where you were driving around in your car and a certain song was on and it almost felt like you were in like an opening of a movie? No, never. No, because it happened to me on the way here. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's what happened song? like once before, where um, you know that song uh, by Steve Earle that's in the end of season two of The Wire. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, like, I was listening to that song one day while driving around, uh-huh. and I felt like I was driving around at the end of the wire. Like, it was just, like, watch people walk around, and, and it just seemed very <laughs> cinematic. And today, I drove over my mom's car, because it was blocking uh-huh. her car, so I just took her car, and she has Sirius, uh-huh. and I put on the 80s channel, and it was some um, song by Steve Winwood. Okay. But it had this... Bring me a high No, it wasn't, no. like, oh. a popular song. It was, Sorry. like, one of his, like, deeper cuts, I okay. guess. And it just had this very... 80s movie opening credits uh-huh. theme, similar to like the, um, I guess in Beverly Hills Cop kind of okay. has it with the, you know, the Beverly Hills Cop song mm-hmm. and like the beginning of Blues Brothers when we were talking about Blues Brothers. Yeah. I just felt like I was, because I was driving around that industrial uh-huh. that's like, around here. Just names are coming yeah, up. Yeah, just and names <laughs> and then like I make different turns you see different buildings in the distance mm-hmm. and it was just this Steve That's Winwood never song. happened to me, but I kind of want it to now. <laughs> it was just this weird feeling. Because, like, when I was driving, there's a company, Computer Associates. Like, you can yeah. see their building. And, like, I could see it in the distance. I felt like that was, like, the Robert big... De Niro. <laughs> well, yeah, but, then, like, maybe Computer Associates is, like, the company that's involved. Oh. And I'm driving to work. <laughs> Even that. <laughs> Just stupid shit like that. But I was wondering if you ever had that experience before. Not very often, no. I wish it did, though. All right. So, go back to... Um, I really don't have that much more to say about it, other than I liked it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was... I, I it, it's like a black exploitation movie, right. but the guy who wrote it is like an old white guy, Elmore Leonard. Yeah, so that was mm-hmm. yeah, because he wrote. He's like an old. Um, it's based on a book, right? Yeah, it's based on characters in a book. Okay. Um, I don't think it's weird, but I don't think the main character is black. Oh, Jackie Brown. Yeah, I think black I think the name weird. is a little bit different, and it's about a white woman. Jackie White. I don't think it's Jackie White. Okay. But I think he took the basis of that story uh-huh. and turned it into like a black exploitation type okay. film. Because I think the main character of the book is actually the Ray character, the detective. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And this is just one of his stories, I think. Oh, I that's interesting. That. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they went, he went the way he did. Yeah. But yeah, he, Elmore Leonard, wrote the book also that inspired Justified. Oh, really? Yeah. I never watched Justified. Can't it's get good. past him with the old fun. Yeah, I mean, he's so, like an acquired taste, but the show's very good. A lot of, um, what's his name? Is very, Walter Goggins. Mm-hmm. He's very good. I like him a lot. Walton? Walter? Walter Goggins, I believe. Who's Walton? 
either way. I think Walt Goggins. Walden's. It's also a bookstore, right? Mm. It was. I think it's out of business. No. So, anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you, I, I liked it a lot. I think you hit on all my favorite parts. Like I said, I liked the part when <laughs> the shooting. Yeah, that was, was great. like you had to shoot it. You couldn't just hit her. It's like I had to do it. And he's like, well, if you had to do it, you had to do Is it. Is she dead? Pretty much. What do you mean? Pretty much. much. Pretty much. <laughs> she dead or not? Yeah, you don't yeah, want that bitch coming dead. back on you. <laughs> she's pretty, pretty much yeah, dead. She dead or not? She's, she's dead. Then, she's dead. Max, she- <laughs> I thought the ending was a little bit anticlimactic. Yeah, they just shoot him. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 well, you didn't know that the cops were going to come out, right? That was kind of a surprise. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, uh, I guess you can kind of see it coming. Mm-hmm. But I like when she's practicing pulling up the gun. Mm-hmm. But they didn't need that because yeah. she wasn't going to do that. Yeah. I just, you know, I like the fact that her plan worked out. And yeah, I was happy smart. she got away. Yeah. yeah. She, she basically put- did all this because he was going to kill her. Well, like they said when I was reading the description, either she was going to go to jail if she didn't do anything, yeah. and if she did say something and was with the cops, she was gonna she was gonna kill him. Yeah, he was gonna kill her. So yeah. basically, he she played the cops against Samuel Jackson mm-hmm. and was able to steal fifty hundred fifty. No, no, it was five hundred thousand dollars. You're about a, what does he say? You're, you're about like, half a million. Yeah, <laughs> you're about half a million short. Yeah. A light, a, half a million ten short or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah, because she, cause I think the cops like only thought that he was bringing in 50 grand. Mm-hmm. And but he was 500. really bringing in 500. Mm-hmm. So she lost the 50 grand. Yeah. That was what was in the bag. Mm-hmm. That was that was, She gave him all the marked money. Yeah. And she kept all the unmarked money mm-hmm. that the cops didn't know about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, really I think she in. had some of the marked money though, right? Um, I thought I remember Max Cherry going through it, and there was like a couple marks. No, posts. I think she only kept the money that the police didn't know were coming was coming. In. Oh, okay. And yeah, that's right. Because I think yeah. the cops only marked like was it ten? Or was it, it was fifty? Because okay. they only knew fifty. They only thought fifty was right. coming in. So she gave a little bit to Melanie. Yeah, to plan. to make it look that Melanie might have stolen it. Right. But she also got the marked money. But then she didn't expect Robert the Orange shooter. Gonna shoot her, yeah. Is it here, Lewis? Yeah, that S just bothered me. Um, so yeah, it's a good movie. Um, yep. So before we go into the movies for next week, I wanted to bring up, I meant forgot to mention before, I was, said Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. I was watching Blues Brothers. It was on TV last night. Oh, yeah. And um, did you know that uh, there's a few things I looked up. The clerk at the end where they hand the money to. The Cook County assessor or whatever. Remember okay. they, they bring the money to at the very end after they're being chased into the building. Nah, yeah, Brothers. yeah. You don't remember Blues Brothers? Eh. No, I remember Blues Brothers. I don't know if I remember that scene. So yeah, they run up to the top of the building. They're stacking everything up against the door. Okay, so yeah. Gotcha. That clerk is Steven Spielberg. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> A very young, very hard to recognize Steven Spielberg. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And then also the little kid who tries to steal the guitar. Uh-huh. He later on played Argyle. Wow, Die Hard, yeah, the driver. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and there's some weird other there's some weird other cameos in the background, like um, Max Landis is one of the cops. Uh huh. Um, Wait, John, Landis, John, John Landis. Yeah. Um, and Joe Walsh from the Eagles is in the jail. Really, he's one of the he's the one who first jumps up on the table at the very end when they're playing in prison. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Because I, I was on IMDb while I was watching last uh-huh. night, just looking up all That's this. what I do anytime I watch a movie. I'm yeah. just on, like, looking up everything about it. Uh-huh. Huh. So, I thought that was interesting, too. Uh, all right, so I guess we'll talk about what we're watching for next time. Yeah. Um, you want to say yours first? Yeah, uh, I picked The Wraith, okay. a movie from the 80s with Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. It's another dumb 80s. This one's like a revenge movie, mm-hmm. but it's a dumb 80s movie that I love. So is it supposed to be serious, or is it a comedy? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh, right. So it's not like Hot Shots with Charlie Sheen. No, Shiro, no, no. It's supposed to be no, a comedy. No, this is supposed to be kind of like okay. serious. Okay, I'm interested. I, you're not, I don't think you're going to like it. It's just... Oh, well, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about then. We probably won't. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So the, next week's episode might be shorter, because uh, yeah. I think with my pick, I think we're just going to talk about some of the favorite jokes. And faulty, yeah. Because I picked... The classic British television show, Faulty Towers, mm-hmm. 
and I gave I didn't give you the episodes yet. No. I told you there's going to be three episodes. Right. Because they're all exactly, I think, a half an hour. Uh-huh. So average out to about a movie length. So I guess I don't know if I'm going to text it to you so you remember. Well, I mean, you can tell me. I'm going to tell you now, okay. but if you want me to also text sure. it to you so you have it. I would like that. So it's going to be season one. Mm-hmm. There's only two. There's only 12 episodes. Of the time. show. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to be end up watching one-fourth of the okay. show. Okay. Um, it's season one, episode five, okay. entitled Gourmet Night. All right. Season one, episode six, uh-huh. entitled um, The Germans. Okay, I know of that one. And I season two, episode one, okay. which is called Communication Problems or something like that. All right. I so basically, I remember that. basically, it's actually three episodes in a row because there's only six. There's two seasons, oh, really? six episodes each. Okay. So you're watching the last two of season one and, and the, the first, first of season, season two. two. Okay. And they're on two different discs, which All are right. the duties. But those three are probably my my. I mean, all the episodes are really good. Mm-hmm. Those three are probably have some of my favorite stuff in them. Okay, there's some other episodes that have some other really good stuff. Mm-hmm. In them, but unless you want to watch all of them, we'll see. I probably can. I might. It's very short. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's so it's going to take six hours to watch okay. every episode. I mean, you have I think I own it actually. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. you can borrow that one. That's I don't want to. Anyway, but yeah, so <clears> the, the Germans is I think the best episode. Uh huh. So that one's gonna be fun. I'm interested to see what you think of that. Uh-huh. Um, um so I guess we'll uh all right, so yeah. uh so I guess do you have your sign off for the week? Uh why don't you go first? Do you have one? Um hmm, something from Twin Peaks. I guess if you're ever in the Pacific Northwest, go to that place and get that really good cherry pie. Yeah. I don't like cherry pie that much. Yeah, it's a little too sweet. It's a little too cherry. I don't love cherries. Mm-hmm. And make sure you get a nice, clean hotel room at a fair price. And a good cup of coffee. And a good cup of coffee. Yeah. All right, so. Um, I'll do my it. sign-off. Um, and they were the boat, the cult, and the fucking fish. That's that.